Servus Freunde, my name is Jimmy Cage and who would have thought that of all franchises, Mission Impossible would become this everlasting. Like other long-lasting movie series, it went through a lot of changes over the years. For a while it was more or less characterized by ever-changing directors and styles. It was Brian De Palma who first adapted the 1960s and 70s TV series for the big screen. It was then steered in a very different direction by John Woo. The third one marked director J.J. Abrams' feature film debut. The fourth one marked animation director Brad Bird's first live action work. And in 2015, after he had already worked with Tom Cruise and Jack Reacher, director Christopher McQuarrie took over and created, in my mind, the two best entries in the series. Rogue Nation and Fallout. McCrory and Cruz seem to be a perfect action movie match. A star who also produces these films, who is willing to go to his absolute limits, best himself with every new movie, even though he has now crossed over into his 60s. And a director who enables those big ambitions and who knows how to spin a good and gripping spy action thriller around these amazing action set pieces. The Mission Impossible series has become the series in which each new entry has to feature at least that one super special out of this world real stunt that is performed by Tom Cruise himself. He climbed the biggest building in the world, performed the halo jump and tied himself to a starting airplane. Everything to entertain the audience. If you are into action movies, these Mission Impossible films have become a special event. And to make it even more special, we don't just get a normal 7th movie in the series, but we get a big two-parter. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 now and the already filmed Dead Reckoning Part 2 next year in June, if the release date holds. Honestly, I am not the biggest fan of this approach. Though it depends on the type of movie and franchise of course. With Mission Impossible though, I would have preferred to get one complete film with a definite finale and then hopefully another one in the future. Or if you have to do it like this, just go with a different name, like Across the Spider-Verse and Beyond the Spider-Verse. And if you have to do it like this, please give me one hell of a cliffhanger at the end. I don't want to spoil anything, so I won't say more, but I think there was room for more twists and turns at the end that might leave you hungrier for part 2. But action-wise, Dead Reckoning Part 1's climax is certainly edge-of-your-seat material. The whole action sequence which involves this movie's biggest standout stunt of Tom Cruise, jumping from a mountain with a motorcycle, is fantastic and a lot of fun. The train finale conjures up the spirit of Buster Keaton's The General and also reminded me a lot of a great scene from Spielberg's The Lost World. But before we get to all the action, Dead Reckoning has a surprisingly slow-paced opening. Even with this being two parts, they still managed to make the first part alone the longest film of the franchise yet, with a runtime of over 160 minutes. And while the last film, Mission Impossible Fallout, had a pretty breakneck pace, it was actually quite surprising how slow and almost uneventful the beginning of this new one unfolds. Honestly, for a while the film felt almost a bit underwhelming, which might sound bizarre, but in comparison to the firework that was Fallout, which I consider to be one of the best action movies of the decade, this felt a bit too tame. It's weird, because I kind of appreciate that they are doing things just slightly different, but I also felt that the movie misses a certain spark, which I have to say was unexpected for me. Overall, I really liked the movie a lot, but I didn't love it. 
When a movie fully gets me, especially a big action movie, and I'm a big fan of big action movies, specifically if they involve a lot of practical effects and stunt work, I'm coming out of the theater and feel like the immediate urge to watch this again, tell a friend how amazing it is and go with them for a second time. In reality, I seldom do that nowadays because I don't have the time and there are just too many movies to watch. But I still like the feeling of needing to watch something again. When I watched John Wick 4, I couldn't believe the action madness they put into that film. Now, even though Mission Impossible is also an action movie, it's still a different kind of beast. It's an action spy movie that's coming down to some kind of saving the world story and the usual espionage tropes. The story of Dead Reckoning, the idea of Dead Reckoning, is pretty timely, as it deals with an AI, the so-called entity, that must not fall into the wrong hands. It's not just timely, but it also allows for some fun spins on the general conventions. When our hero and his team are so reliant on the most modern, technically advanced means, it's obviously a problem if your antagonist can just manipulate all of it to their advantage. To give us a more tangible human adversary as well, we also get Esai Morales as Gabriel, who is this dangerous foe from Ethan Hunt's past. Morales is doing a fine job, but this whole ghost from the past angle felt a bit forced, because to add something else retroactively to a franchise that already has been going on for this long, it just doesn't have the same emotional impact. Or maybe it's because I was wondering if this was something from an older entry that I have missed, but I'm pretty sure it's just for this new film. The whole story about this AI and what it means for the world is a neat concept for a Mission Impossible film, and it also has some meta elements to it, as it plays a little bit with how these stories and the character dynamics usually work. There are some moments where I think it gets a little bit heavy-handed, and I'm not sure if it all holds up logically if you put it under a microscope, but overall, I liked it. Even though it's a bit hard to tell yet, because this is only part one, and the story is only halfway told at this point. The pacing, like I already mentioned, seemed a bit uneven for me though, and that mostly applies to the first half. There are several moments where I thought the action and the intensity might kick into the next gear any second now. And then there isn't really more to it. As the movie progresses though, the set pieces are getting bigger and the film as a whole more engaging. The characters, Ethan and his team, are still fun to watch together, even though it's not as sparkling as it was before. Naturally, there just has to come a time when it gets a bit old. And when Tom Cruise and these characters are also getting a bit old. I should say that this is complaining at a very high level though. The action alone is still better than what most other movies out there are doing. Something that this franchise never really got right for me though were the big emotional moments. I mean, there are certain emotions involved when the action is as good and as intense as the stuff in Fallout, when Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill go head to head and it's executed with such raw force. But when it comes to Ethan Hunt's more personal, more intimate moments, it was never really doing much for me. And unfortunately, there's this one big dramatic moment in this one that just didn't sit right with me. But that's all I say about it now. As far as the actors go, everyone is doing a really nice job here, with Bom Clementiev being a standout for me. She plays such a fierce force of nature. Hayley Atwell is also pretty good and probably the most human character in all of this, but overall I wasn't the biggest fan of her character. 
I'm not sure if they want to continue Mission Impossible after Dead Reckoning Part 2, but with this being an epic two-parter, it certainly feels like kind of a finale for the series. And with that, I would have preferred to give Rebecca Ferguson more screen time, instead of giving Ethan Hunt another character to go back and forth with. But again, I think I need to see Part 2 first to come to a final conclusion on that. So in German I'd say... Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 ist ein gewohnt erstklassig inszenierter Actionfilm, der für mich jedoch keinen neuen Höhepunkt der Serie darstellt. Er braucht etwas, um in die Gänge zu kommen, hat nicht ganz die Intensität und schiere Wucht seines Vorgängers und wenn schon ein zweiter Teil kommt, warum spendiert man dem Film dann nicht einen größeren Cliffhanger? I give Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 7 out of 10. It's more like 7.4, but I don't do that. Alright, that's it like always. Comment below and let me know what you think about Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. And also, what's your favorite film in the Mission Impossible franchise? You can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram and Letterbox, and also on Patreon simply at The Jimmy Cage. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give me a thumbs up, share, subscribe, whatever you like. And make sure you hit that bell for all I have to tell.